Close your eyes. Certainly, Lisa. Now, just listen for a moment. Listen to the sounds of the room around you. Now I want you to pretend you're in a theater, a movie theater. You're the only one there. It's one of those great old movie palaces. When you look around, it's a huge empty theater. You notice that the walls of the theater are painted in black. seats covered in black and in the whole pitch black theater there's only one thing you can see and that's the white screen you'll notice there are letters on the screen tall thick black letters they're out of focus so you begin to drift closer to them in your chair trying to read them and you're very comfortable now it's your favorite chair you're drifting closer and closer, staring at the letters. Very relaxed now, your legs are relaxed. Your arms are limp and heavy. You're almost close enough to read the letters now. They start to come into focus. The letters fell asleep. Welcome to the Hidden Gems Podcast, episode 20, and today we are doing Stir of Echoes. Stir of Echoes, Ed. This is with Kevin Bacon. As a matter of fact, Ed, I'd have to go through my Kevin Bacon filmography here, but the movies that is just him as the focal point, he's in a lot of these movies nowadays that it's him and other cast members, you know, so he's kind of a co-star with other big names. But as far as movies that are driven just by Kevin Bacon, this is one of my more favorites. Yeah, this one was done really well. Kevin Bacon, he's in a, he's one of those actors where, you know, when he first came out, I mean, I think my first memory is Footloose. Yeah, I didn't see Footloose. Yeah, up until now, I mean, he's he's still doing movies. My first one was Tremors. Tremors. That was my first Kevin right. Bacon movie, Tremors. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, anyways, so Kevin Bacon's the lead. Um, this came out in September of 1999, Ed. With a twelve million budget and it made twenty one million at the box office. And let me give you a rundown here. The first opening uh, at number one was Stigmata with uh, Patricia Arquette. That made eighteen million. Sixth Sense was number two at sixteen million. That was in its sixth weekend out though. And Sturbeck was at number three. Yeah. So tough competition. Well, six cents. I remember that was very popular and went on to make loads and loads and loads of money. But Stigmata beating it out, man. Stigmata. I saw that. That was terrible. That was terrible. We yeah. talked about that before. I remember it, and I remember not wanting to finish the movie. Yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Nin- Nineteen ninety-nine. I don't know. I must have been working at the movie theater at this time or something because I remember seeing Stigmata and Stir of Echoes both in the theaters, and I don't know why I would have gone and see those so close back to back because they came out the same week. Hmm. So, yeah, that must have been a free free movie jumping back then. <laughs> <laughs> overall, Rotten Tomatoes get it sixty seven percent, so that's that's good. You know? Yeah, no, it was good. It was good, and you know, this came out. So close to the Sixth Sense, like we said, I, I saw the Sixth Sense first, obviously, because the Sixth Sense came out six weeks prior. 
So I think this movie would have been one of those movies that made a lot more money if it came out at a different time and not the same time as The Sixth Sense. Sure. Because sure. it was such a similar movie in theme and mood and everything. And it was literally released within a month, you know, about right. the same one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was captivated right at the beginning, the opening scene where the little boy's taking a, a bath, you know, <laughs> and then he's having a conversation and Kevin Bacon's in the background and you think it might be to his dad or something. And then, you know, he looks into the camera and asks something right to the camera like, is it, does it hurt to be dead or something like that? So, you know, he's talking to a, yeah. a ghost yeah. right off, you know. It's pretty neat because even when you think of kids nowadays, you don't, you know, kids say things and have imaginary friends. You don't really uh, think it's it's anything that bad. But in this case, this was pretty serious stuff. Yeah. So he's the only one that sees anything. So you don't even think of the movie. Uh, you know, I mean, I didn't know Kevin Bacon was going to get drawn into it right away or anything. But definitely it sets the mood as a ghost story. So I was all in. I think this was about, came out the time I really liked those ghost movies. So it captivated me right away. But... So how does Kevin Bacon start even seeing stuff in here? What happens to him? Yeah, they're kind of at like a dinner party with their friends, and they I think his sister kind of mentions he's into like oh uh, hypnotizing hypnotizing him, and he, and I think he no, I think the friend dares him yeah. to to do it, and uh, and sure enough that if you listen to the well of course you heard the intro that intro that step by step on how how he actually starts. Uh, going under, which is pretty nice. Yeah, so that I, I had you seen that that girl before? You were saying people in this movie that you've seen. That's... No, the only guy, I, the only person I remember was the neighbor, but she herself, what was she in before? I remember her being like one of Robert De Niro's like victims in Cape Fear. Did you ever see Cape Fear? Her bites her side of the cheek out, and that was her. Yeah. Oh well, she looks great in this movie. <laughs> she, she steals from her wounds. <laughs> so yeah, that was the only other one I recognized in here. But anyways, yeah. so Kevin Bacon uh, hypnotized, yeah, then starts seeing uh, these visions. You know, he can't make out what they are, but he just sees clips of these creepy visions. And I this this was you know typical of the genre back then, like with the gift and other things, where you just see. Quick, yeah, quick glimpses yeah. of things like for a second, like I just do do, you know, like a scare moment, you know, because I remember like it just showed a glimpse of a fingernail breaking, yeah, and you know, yeah. uh, things like that that you don't know what's going on, but just creepy moments, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I like the uh, how they kind of did these scenes. Actually, when the when he, he would have these flashbacks, even the how they filmed it looked different too. It had this faded look to it, or something was different. Uh, when they pan back to those areas there. I think it was it all in... Eventually all the background was blue. Blue, right, yeah. It was yeah. all blue because yeah. then you find out later on when it comes back to it, it's in a room that's all tarped off with blue plastic kind of. Right. So that's where it's taking place. So it's he's just yeah. seeing it all in blue, like yeah. a blue background. Yeah. yeah, colors actually play a big part in this movie for some reason. The blues, right? And then the reds later on. Yeah, the red, we hinted about that earlier. Did you? I didn't pick up on the red. Why, yeah. why after he... It was interesting. After, uh, you know, they're going to uh, a game, and they left the son with a babysitter, and Kevin's character would pass by these, the brake lights, and I remember, like, the red sign, and he would get these images that something was wrong at home, right? But oh, I is didn't... that what that meant? Because he was getting something that was wrong at home? Because I remember he... He leaves when the babysitter's taking his kid. 
Yeah, but yeah. was it the red lights that were alerting him to that or something? Something like that. You know, I, I didn't understand why that was happening, but he would he would get these things and it to the point where he felt he had to run home. You know, <laughs> and, and the babysitter steals his kid. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, okay, but yeah, that I never did catch on to that before, but that was interesting. So, yeah, he starts getting all these visions, and then. What does he he starts what asking the neighbors about this girl right because he's he sees this girl in his house eventually right on the couch next to him and he's wondering why am I seeing these visions of this girl I'm glad you, I you know watching this movie that scene still scares the crap that's the scariest single jump well a yeah. jump moment it's a right? jump moment yeah that's the that's the jump biggest jump moment of yeah. the movie yeah he, he sits goes, down he, he goes I think to change the channel yeah and he sits down and, and there back. she is and she's right there and she's right there and she kind of reaches out to him and he, he freaks out I, I jumped out of my chair on that one right too. yeah First I, time I, see that, I, I like out. that I like that even though I knew it was coming I, I still jumped no yeah when I rewatched this fairly recently like I knew that part was coming so it didn't make me jump but in the theaters or whatever when you see it for the very first time and don't know what's there yeah that's yeah. a jump moment for sure <laughs> yeah definitely a jump moment i kind of think but she had like a blue tinge to herself too now that i think about it yeah yeah, she, yeah. right yeah she right. did hmm. yeah i don't know but that right. was, yeah that was good um so anyways so now he's seeing these visions right of this ghost in her house yeah really strong visions he's getting thirsty yeah i uh, can't sleep insomnia i mean uh, so he becomes obsessed with finding yeah. this ghost and then eventually he goes back he doesn't want these visions right so he goes to get rehypnotized and it says dig, dig. he has to dig yeah and, and, the, and yeah. he digs yeah and this was a cool atmosphere like i liked how he was digging up the entire backyard searching for this body that he believes is on his property because oh i'm glad you brought that up when w did you feel that that he was digging looking for somebody you know i got the impression that dig because he was hypnotized to dig almost like digging just because you know like he was compelled to do no, so no, no, no you felt he was looking for someone he was digging for someone because there's a specific part where the wife comes out and says what are you doing and he says to her something like that. I think it's uh, we both know what I'm doing. The question is, where is it? Then uh, uh, he even says, uh, when the kid's helping him, he looks over and he's all, "Don't worry, it's it's not over there." <laughs> you know. So he knows he's digging for right. to find a body. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, but he just doesn't know where it's at. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But I think he knows it's on the property just because she's been haunting his the house or whatever you know right and like kids been interacting with her and all this kind of stuff yeah know? yeah so but anyways and then that whole scene where he finally leaves the backyard and goes down into the basement is where it really gets interesting for me sure how about you oh yeah that, yeah. that that's that's cool stuff he's digging up the basement yeah he's busting through the walls and whatnot and then uh I, that was a pretty neat reveal he actually sees the body once he hits the back wall there right. you knew it was in there right oh sure yeah I yeah mean, even before he rips it out to make sure you're all oh, it's in the wall <laughs> you know <laughs> and then once he finds her i thought it was pretty creepy when he reaches out and this i i felt so so much tension when he goes to reach out to touch her Okay. I thought she was going to wake up. That was the cool part, too, because when he finally makes contact, we get that scene, what all those flashbacks mean. That's, we, oh, right. You yeah. never know what any of it means. You, it's just bits and pieces where you can't see the whole thing. 
And then after he touches her, it takes you all the way back and he sees what all of it is, right? Yeah. Like this girl went up and these two kids murdered her, you know, and that you know, she broke her nail off trying to defend herself and all this stuff. So you see what every little thing really was. Right. You know? She uh I think she lost a tooth too. You're right, right. Yeah. yeah. I think they hit her or something, yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, that was really creep that was really creepy. Um, but it was a good reveal how it finally all came together. And then you finally, that was the big reveal of who did it, too. You realize it's the, the it's, neighbor kids. Essentially the neighbor. And not only that, not, yeah, the neighbor's kids. And the parents knew about it. They right. Knew, they, they, just com- it. they covered it up. Yeah. Basically for the kids. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so they covered it up for the kids, yeah. But that was, I thought, once I found out, I was all, that's cool. They're all, like you said, they're all kind of know about it and on it you know remember that dream sequence when kevin bacon went i think he wakes up and he's going to the bathroom and he's like he grabs onto his tooth and it's it's bleeding you know what that remind me of remember that movie uh poltergeist oh boy you don't Uh, remember poltergeist i remember i've seen poltergeist but my details on that movie are not. oh there's a scene where one of the the paranormal guys and he's going to the kitchen and he's getting like a meal and he looks in the mirror and he starts like pulling his face apart. Oh boy. And then he blinks and everything's back to normal again. And I thought that was almost like an homage to that. Because it kind of reminded me that he was playing, he's like freaking out, bloods, and all of a sudden he looks up and he's back to normal again. Right. Yeah. Anyway. And there's been other movies like that too that have thrown something like that and they think something's wrong then. And they're normal then again. Nothing's there yeah. or whatever. You know? That was pretty neat. But that was good. But, uh, then the end sequence, of course, you know, where the landowner comes over and they try to kill Kevin Bacon. That was a cool reveal at the end, too, why the kid didn't want to go home, right? Right. Because of the feathers. Yeah. And at first you're like, what? Because <laughs> it didn't make any sense, you know? It didn't make any sense. And then after they get in this fight and the bullet goes up, you realize, ah, oh, that's, yeah, that's a lie because the guys were coming to kill him. You know? Right. So there's a bunch of cool things like in this movie that I really appreciated it. How you just, like I said, get a few clues at a time. The kids saying that type of thing. You don't really know what it all means. Then it, it pieces it all together at the end. But then it makes it worth like, oh, right. that, that's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? One yeah. of those. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, no, good movie. Um, let's go through uh, acting. What do you think? Uh, Kevin Bacon, like you said, this is probably one of his uh, better performances. I, I think, think so. Yeah. Like I said, it's... It's my favorite movie of his where he's the guy. You know, he's in so many of these other movies where he's not the guy. But he, when he's carrying the movie, this is probably my favorite one of his. I thought he did a good job. He did good. He did good. Yeah. And this is, he's probably like in the middle of his career at this point, 99, which is. Uh, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. He had been out for yeah a while. Yeah. For sure. Um, th- that director, did you did you see anything else he directed? I don't know what he directed. Mm. Uh, really, honestly, in this movie, it, it's it's Kevin Bacon and everybody else. Like, yeah, you know everyone else are just. What do you think about the support people though? No one came off to me as like cheesy. No, good, good. Yeah. Everyone did well in this one. No, uh, you know even the sister was okay too. She she had a nice vibe to her. Yeah, I mean yeah, no, all the actors were acceptable. Like I said, I never got a cheesy feeling. Whereas I'm like, oh, this is getting cheesy. Like it, all the acting was good. Um, directing for this type of movie, like I thought it was, you know, it was good. Looking back at it though, I didn't find this movie as uh, as scary as I did back then. Second time around, yeah. yeah. Well, even even if it would have been the 
Well, I mean, it's more than the second time around, but even if it was only the second time around, I think just because of the date, like, they've gone so far much beyond this movie in terms of scares. You know, there's a lot of stuff scarier than this movie. Don't right. you agree? So you're feeling it, it doesn't really hold today in regards to that scare factor? I, it holds to me very well as like a, um, like a mystery thriller. Mm-hmm. It's a very good mystery thriller if you want, like, a whodunit and what happened type of a thing. But in terms of, like, a actual, like, I don't know if they wanted to market this as a like a horror movie. It's not like real intense, you know. Yeah, I, mean? I I'd lean more towards like a thriller, whodunit kind of thing versus horror. Yeah, because it really wasn't anything scary, scary. No, just a few jump scenes, but that's about it. You know? Yeah, I mean, it just wasn't. So I mean, this like that's what I mean. It's, it wasn't overly scary this movie to me. Yeah, you know, but. Uh, uh, 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, you said. Agree? Well, you go higher or you go lower for you? I would say that's about ballpark. It's about ballpark. Maybe I, I may budget, uh, bump it up a little bit higher. than I go a little higher. Yeah. I go like yeah. low, mid to low, se- yeah, low 70s. That, that sounds fair. Yeah. yeah. That sounds fair. 67, I, uh, yeah, I could go higher. I mean, let's face it. It's an entertaining movie. The, the acting is, is, is good. You know, there's nothing cheesy hey, about it, like you said. Yeah, and you know, I... I I've watched it several times. I mean, throughout the years, 99, that was a long time ago, obviously, but I've probably seen this movie five times, maybe. Uh, here's a good creepy part. When the kid's watching that uh, that horror movie <laughs> and he can't turn off the TV. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. I didn't like it. Like, like you that, was, that disturbed me. Yeah. It, it's like a little kid's watching something horrific. And he couldn't turn it off. I'm like, hey, yeah. but, you know, he, he even he pulled the plug, right? And it still wasn't. It still, off. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like it because it was like, poor kid, he, yeah. he's being exposed to something like, you know, he shouldn't be watching. Yeah. No, like it was I said. Oh, we were talking about, uh, yeah, the <laughs> ratings. Like you said, I since '99 when it came out, I've probably seen this movie five times, maybe, you mm-hmm. know, five or six times. So it it, it it got me to rewatch it a few times. So would you give it a higher rewatchability? Rewatchability, yeah. Um, seven. Yeah, I agree. Seven. seven. It's a seven. seven. You can rewatch it and be satisfied. Like I said, it, uh, it's not going to necessarily be scary, but it's a it's an entertaining movie. It's brief. It's short. Yeah. You know, at the time, it, I was never bored. It goes by pretty quickly. It's it's under two hours. I'm I'm sure, and one, it does go by pretty quickly. One thirty nine. Yeah, that that's a quick. That's a if you you know obviously you've seen this movie because we're talking about it, but. It's it's a it's a fun rewatch again. I I enjoy it. If it's on TV, I'll I'll probably watch it for bits and pieces of it. But it's a it's a good movie. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Kevin Bacon movie. did good in this one. Yeah, but you watch Billy Seven. Yeah. Um, let's see, I'm trying to. Yeah, I I don't think I have anything else to say about this one. Do you I want to put it on some finishing? Touches? Well, okay. If you if you like Kevin Bacon in, in this role, in your opinion, what would be his another good Kevin Bacon movie for you, where he's a lead guy? Where he's the lead. God, I'd have to go again. I don't have his Lead. filmography sheet in front of me. You know, I'd have to think about that for a second because I can't really think of any. Uh, the only one that I can think of and I didn't, I didn't like, so I can't recommend is I Hollow Man. You know, he was like the lead. Oh guy. yeah, but yeah, I, he was the lead bad that guy. That movie I like did not like though. I would watch this movie ten times more than over Hollow Man. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was a lead in the movie called Murder in the First with Christian Slater, and that is. 
you know, if you don't like court movies, skip this one because there's a lot of court drama which kind of uh, drags. But I, I it's, it's, an, it's an okay flick if, if you haven't seen that one. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. Cool. So, okay. Um, that's all I got to say about this one. Good? Yeah. All right. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. All right. Bye. There's no place like home. Well, James, I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. I'll be back. You'll be crying, mother. Say hello to my little friend! You can't handle the truth! Go ahead. Make my day. Good morning, Vietnam! Rose? Where we're going, we don't need Rose. We have a problem. This is Sparta! Why so serious? I am serious. Now don't call me sure. I'm the king of the world! You I am your father. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs>